Greetings, everyone. You know what this is. Bring the Noise Podcast, and I am your host, Straight the Clipper, and of course, I'm in the house. Guess what, y'all? You know what it is. It's the last of the Lyrical Titans of February. I already hit you with Boogie Down Karis. One, you know I got that Big Daddy Kane, Rakim. Last week, Eric B. and Rakim. So I know you're wondering, who does Straight Clip have as his Mount Rushmore of hip-hop? of MCs, you know three of them, well here comes the fourth, he goes by the name of Cool G Rap, that's right y'all, that is the fourth lyrical titan, and look, the album we're doing today is Wanted Dead or Alive from DJ Polo and Cool G Rap, Cool G Rap and DJ Polo, this is their second album, released August 14th, 1990, yes, Cool G Rap, is a monster. He is a beast. When you talk about who are the best MCs, especially back in the day, Cool G Rap is right up there with the other three. No question about it. Now, I haven't touched on Cool G Rap much. I did have him on the top five posse cuts. I had him on Don't Curse. I thought he had the best verse. I talked about him a little bit because he was also on the symphony, which I had as number one on my top five posse cuts. Uh, Cool G Rap was also a member of the Juice Crew, like Big Daddy Kane. So Big Daddy Kane and Cool G Rap actually had quite a bit of songs together. You know, um, whether that was the symphony, uh, Big Daddy Kane's even on this album on a song. Uh, So the two were always tight. But everyone always wonders, and Karis One has talked about this himself, you know, who's number one? out of these guys and it's always been a discussion if someone tells me cool g rap is my favorite mc i think he's the best i ain't even going you know we can discuss why i think this this guy's the best or whatever but like you'll have a valid argument on why you think cool g rap's the best because cool g rap is a lyrical technician just like big daddy kane just like rock him you know he's hardcore as fuck just like harris one but out of the four G-Rap is by far the most grimy, the most hardcore. You know, Karis One is in your face, and he's hardcore, but he's very conscious. Rakim is a lyrical giant. You know, he's smooth, and he flows. Uh, And yeah, he's hardcore too, but, you know, he doesn't really get into that much. He's more about making you think. He likes to make you think about what he's rapping about. Well, Big Daddy Kane is obviously you know, the black Casanova, you know, the fly guy, obviously he's a lyrical technician too. And the last album we did one of his hardest albums ever. Right. But cool G rap is on a different type of plane. Like he is kind of the inventor of the mafioso type rap. So he raps about gangster shit, but he does it like he's a crime Lord. Like he tells these mafia stories, like he's on the run from a mafia or he's the main guy in this. And the way the dude can flow, it's like he flows like Big Daddy Kane. He's got punchlines, too. Uh, I would say the two are the most similar out of the four, but not similar. Because let me tell you, there's a song that's going to come on this album. Uh, G-Rap is anything from a fucking, you know, 
lover of Prince of Darkness. Uh, yeah, he more like a player, okay? <laughs> you know, that's what I got to say about that. Um, and the reason I picked this album, the second album, Wanted Dead or Alive, um, they're most known for their first album from 89, Road to the Riches, and rightfully so, that album is amazing. The album after this, Live and Let Die, is probably one of the hardest albums ever released. Cool G Rap ended up releasing uh, solo albums under his own name in 95 and 98 and everything like that. This is DJ Polo with him on this. So uh, the, the album cover is those two just looking hard as hell, looking at you like, yo, I'm wanted dead or alive. I mean, that's the album title. So you know what this shit's about. So kind of like on the last album, you know how I said that Large Professor did uh, a lot of production on Don't Sweat the Technique and a lot more on Let the Rhythm Hit Him? It's the same thing on this album. So Cool G Rap and DJ Polo's first album, Road to the Riches, was produced by Marley Mall. They went in a different direction and they hooked up with Eric B., so just like those al other albums, Eric B. reached out to Large Professor and had him do uh, most of the, the majority of the sample or uh, production on this album. Cool G Rap still has stated, like the other guys that know Large Professor is the one that did this shit. Okay, so he doesn't get any production credit, just like on Don't Sweat the Technique and Let the Rhythm Hit Him. But just know when uh, you see Eric B. as the guy getting credit more than likely he didn't do it um anyway so this album had three singles number one was streets in new york released uh 1990 july 19th number two erase racism november 14th 1990 and then uh bad to the bone april 3rd 91 so road to the riches gets a lot of love their first album but on this album once again Production was better, rhymes are better, uh, storytelling, everything. Cool G Rap is on the Mount Rushmore of MCs for me because he is that guy. He may have been the least successful out of the four in terms of album sales, but in terms of what people think and credit and, you know, just the clout. I mean, Cool G Rap's just just as good as and up there with everyone else. This is still a debate that goes on to this day. That's why I pumped February full of the goddamn giants, the lyrical monsters, and we're going to finish it off with G-Rap, baby. And let's get into this album. I just had to let you know what was going on. What a fucking packed-ass month we got here, yo. The, the Mount Rushmore of, of lyrical titans, MCs. Man, that's just hype as fuck. Anyway, let's get into number one, a song called Streets of New York. Whoo! Once again, Large Professor on uh, the, the beat, even though it'll say Eric B. Um, and uh, look, The Streets of New York is not only one of Cool G Rap's best songs ever, it's one of hip-hop's best songs ever. For me, there's three songs that I really, really like from G-Rap that tend to stand out the most. Road to the Riches from their first album is one. Uh, Streets of New York from this album. And then the Ill Street Blues from the album after this. But uh, Streets of New York, man. So 
This album, this beat is real somber. It's real, real dark, okay? And one thing that G-Rap does just splendidly is he can paint a vivid picture. If you've heard me say anything about this whole month of everyone I've covered, there's a reason why they're at the top. They all have a way of, like, when they're telling a story or they're painting a picture, you can really just uh, see what it is they're talking about because they're so vivid with what they're saying to you and i mean this title says it all streets in new york cool g rap is telling you about what is going on on the streets in new york what he sees like i said the beat is somber it's got a little horn loop in it and type of thing and g rap is you know he's not going hard he's not going fast he's very slowly telling you like you know a bag lady died in the alleyway. She's seen the last of her days inside a subway. He's talking about the decay and everything else that's going on that he's seen. He talks about the drug pushers uh, rolling big in their caddy, knowing they're sending their brothers and sisters to the graveyard. You know, they're living the big life, but they're ruining other people's lives. Like talking about the pimps and the pushers and how they're ruining people's lives. And it's just, I mean, like I said, it's uh, it's not a happy song, all right? I'll tell you that right now. It's not happy, but it is one of the best hip-hop songs of all time, one of Cool G Rap's best songs of all time. It's it's just, I, I mean, when you listen to it, you can just hear, and the beat just goes beautifully with it. And, I mean, it's, you know, it's four four minutes and 20 seconds of just some grimy shit going on in New York, you know, and he even will say, you know, that's how it is in the streets of New York. And it breaks into the, like, you know, the sax playing and everything. Um, also this song, Nas has credited this song with being an inspiration to his amazing song, New York state of mind. He's also, uh, Nas has obviously been influenced by a lot of MCs that came before him. Um, and I think Cool G Rap is honestly one of the most inspiring to Nas. I mean, Nas is even on his album cover from 95. Uh, so, again, this just shows you how influential Cool G Rap is, especially to the hardcore audience. I mean, you can't overlook how important Cool G Rap is to hip-hop and how important this song is in general, like I said, I mean, it inspired Nas, it inspired a lot of hardcore artists, you know, to talk about where they come from. Uh, I should mention another reason why Nas looks up to Cool G Rap so much is he's from Queens. So once again, we all know Queens is uh, one of the most amazing places that MCs have come out of. And yeah, I mean... On the, it's you can't overlook it. It's it's an amazing song. Great way to start an album off. It's not high energy, but man, it sure does paint a picture right off the bat, and it grabs your attention. And that's the way you start an album off. So, without further ado, let's play that clip. Streets in New York, Cool G Rap and DJ Polo, Wanted Dead or Alive, 1990. You'll play that. Follow the homicide scenes. You live here, you're taking a chance. So look, and I take one glance. There's a man inside an ambulance. 
crowds are getting louder. I wonder how the people wanna go fight for the right powder. People hanging in spots, they waited till the blocks got hot. And we're back. That was Streets of New York. Whew, I told you that's a that's a beast one. But even though Streets of New York might be like the obviously like the powerhouse song on this album, one of the most recognizable songs from Cool G Rap. Um, we go into number two, and so you know we started number one real like laid back somber. Cool G Rap, when I say he's a lot like Big Daddy Kane, he loves to go over fast beats. And I feel like that's when G Rap's at his best, is over fast beats. Well, let me tell you something right now. Number two, the title track, Wanted Dead or Alive, is just high energy. I mean, you get done with that song, and this song starts, and it's just like an adrenaline rush. Like, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, shit. And, I mean, and this song, G Rap, he hits that he hits that fucking hardcore gangsta ass life. Basically in this song, you know, he he robbed a bank and he's on the run, you know? He uh he's wanted for crime and he and he's relishing in the gangsta lifestyle, you know what I mean? So, um and on that on that level though, I mean his lyrics are on on just absolute point on this one. Like so He's telling the story how he's fleeing everybody or fleeing the cops and, uh, you know, dealing with rival crews and vendettas and crooked cops and all this. And like, it's violent. It's fast paced. It's in your face type of shit. Like, dude, this is, uh, this, this song's a fucking beast. I'm gonna tell you that right now. And, um, you know, when the hook comes, you can hear like officers telling to, you know, talking to each other, like, you know, I found him, I see him, I spot him right now, and then someone will be like, well, you ain't going to get him because I'm going to get him, and he's going to be dead when I get him, you know, whatever. And then he comes in like, I'm on a dead or alive. But it, it, it just, I mean, again, dude, this song, this song's, a like I said, it's beast. It's beast mode. G-Rap ripping this motherfucker apart. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Once again, Large Professor, it'll say Eric B, but Large Professor is on the beat ripping shit apart um yeah fucking fantastic i mean honestly and because these are early large professor beats you will kind of hear a similarity between beats on don't sweat the technique that kind of sound like certain beats on this more so with let the rhythm hit them but because you know they came out the same year and obviously don't sweat the technique came out two years later but Nonetheless, uh, Large Professor's beats uh, paired with Cool G Rap is just as amazing as paid or paired with uh, Rakim. So anyway, let's play that clip. Number two, Wanted Dead or Alive from the album Wanted Dead or Alive from Cool G Rap and DJ Polo. Hit it. I want to battle alive. I stalk the New York sidewalk. Draw the girls off, but I don't stop the talk. I keep stepping with a nine on my waistline. Got 16 shots and I don't waste mine. Never vest, cause you're dressed with a bulletproof vest. Try to test, I leave a bloody ass mess. Dropping a sob, got connections with the mob. Bank jobs, plenty niggas I'll rob. Blood stains all my valleys. Sucker got rowdy. So I shot him in the alley. Pump the face full of dum-dums. Then left the water, cast a rats in a bump. Yo, a lot of and we are back. That was Wanted Dead or Alive. Man, that's a fucking hype-ass track right there. Um, yeah, we roll into that after Streets in New York. All of a sudden, it's like, okay, get, let's get it going. Let's get it going, you know? Um, 
Now we go into our next track. Once again, Large Professor on the beat. And not only is he on the beat, but he's also featured rapping on the song. So um, this just also entails that clearly Large Professor had a big helping hand in this album. Uh, G-Rap says it. He says it. Again, just like the other album, Eric B. says he did it, and he maintains it to this day that he did. But, I mean, let's be honest, he probably didn't. So I do think, like I said before, that Eric B. probably did a lot of overseeing. He just didn't really handle the nuts and bolts of what was going on. Um, Eric B. helped out in other areas. Also, kind of like that, DJ Polo has his name on the album, but a guy by the name of Dr. Butcher pretty much did most of the scratching and cutting. So even though cool uh, DJ Polo's on there, most of the scratching is done by um, Dr. Butcher. And you've heard Cool G rap and other songs, uh, especially on the last album before this one, uh, Road to the Riches. He calls out Dr. Butcher a lot, but... Uh, just wanted to say that, and that's no disrespect to Polo. I, I do think Polo had a helping hand in all this anyway, but just wanted to throw that out there that Dr. Butcher is the one you're hearing scratching and cutting. So anyway, number three, Money in the Bank featuring Large Professor and Freddie Fox and Ant Live. By the way, Ant Live is Eric B's brother. So there's a little... That's why it's clearly Eric B was down. He was friends with all these guys and did his thing uh he just kind of did large professor a little dirty but nonetheless it's not like he didn't do anything and his brother ant live kicks a verse so they this is a posse cut right large professor goes first if anyone knows large professor he's a solid mc he starts it off real well this beat is very laid back so again we went from wanted dead or alive we chilled it back out um and it's like you know it's like a standard posse cut braggatocious talking you know large professors talking about you know same shit in a braggatocious type rap song he's this he's fantastic he's got money in the bank you know and that's the hook it's just money in the bank and it's got this kind of cool little horn on it too again this 1990s east coast gonna be a lot of horns uh, going on in the beats um look anybody knows freddie fox freddie fox is dope and Throughout the 80s and 90s, Freddie Fox was that guy that was featured on tons of songs. Like, you know, he he did have an album in the 80s, but he really didn't have any albums in the 90s. He had one that he wanted to release, but it got shelved because, uh, you know, Tommy Boy Records is a piece of shit label. So anyway, uh, Freddie Fox was mostly known for just being on a lot of features, you know, and this is one of them. And uh, Freddie Fox is a monster on the mic. So uh, Large Professor does good, but Freddie Fox definitely is up there. I mean, Freddie Fox is really, really good. Him and Cool G Rap's verse are definitely the top verses on the song. Obviously, I'm going to give G Rap's verse a little bit of a slight edge, but not by much because that's how good Freddie Fox Freddie Fox is probably one of the most underrated MCs of all time. He just didn't really get his chance to shine in the 90s. He's had quite a bit of string of records from the 2000s up, but, you know, by that time, he, any real hip-hop head knows, and those albums are solid. We just didn't get enough from him in the 90s, unfortunately, besides his features, but his features are dope. Uh, um, so it's Large Professor, Freddie Fox, then Cool G-Rap goes, and of course G-Rap rips it. 
Um, metaphors are slick, you know. He's even got uh, the one in their uh, opponents. Let me just demonstrate for a moment. I said on the Big Shots album from Charisma, he sampled that one um, on one of his songs, that that uh, little verse, or not the verse, but, you know, those words from Cool G Rap. And then Ant Live goes last. Ant Live is clearly the lesser of the MCs on this verse, but it's still a solid a solid uh, verse. I don't think I would have put him last. If you were going to do it, I think Large Professor starts it off really good. Ant Live should have been somewhere in the middle, uh, maybe breaking up uh, Large Professor and Freddie Fox, but that's my only real kind of complaint on the song. But he doesn't do bad. It's just has the last verse. You you feel like you're fulfilled after Cool Z Rap. Then Ant Live goes, and you're like, this ain't bad, but, you know. It ain't it ain't Freddie Fox and uh, Cool G Rap. Anyway, that's uh that's pretty much the song. It's like a standard posse cut, and most posse cuts are braggatocious, you know, just talking their shit, and that's exactly what this is. So let's play a clip number three, Money in the Bank, featuring Large Professor, Freddie Fox, and Ant Live from Cool G Rap and DJ Polo. Wanted Dead or Alive, 1990. Yo, hit it. Cool G rap for your first selection. Get up on it to my opponents. Let me just demonstrate for a moment. Crooks getting hooked to my book. Just like an addiction. Stop your addiction. You drop the science fiction. Let's get Pacific. You can't get with it. I'm too terrific. It's scientific. Forget it. Don't even try to lift it. You're not ready to make hits. You still got a learner's permit. Popping that sh- You better sit. Here's a word of a third degree burn. So listen and learn. You're missing a turn. And we are back. And that leads us into the next song. Number four. One of the singles he had, the last single he had off the album, Bad to the Bone. Whoo! Look, so once again, you know, we started soft, went hype, went back a little uh, laid back. And when I say soft, I don't mean like soft, so I just mean laid back. And now we're back. Now, again, this beat isn't as intense as Wanted Dead or Alive, but it's a lot more grimier, it's fast. The bass line on this uh, song is intense. It isn't as violent as uh, Wanted Dead or Alive, the song, but um, it's it's dark and the bass line is uh, intense with these little horn samples and it's got these vocal grunts on there and uh, like throughout the whole beat. And man, G-Rap on this one, he's basking in the mafioso uh, lifestyle. You know, he's rapping about his gold teeth, his chains, and, you know, the expensive uh, clothes he wears, the watches, the fly women. I mean, yeah, he's got a line in here where he's like, I'm a big spender because I'm a winner like Bruce Jenner. I burn all beginners and let them simmer like a TV dinner. I like, and, and the way he delivers this line is just... You know, that's the way he likes to do it. And you know, I let him simmer like a TV dinner. What? Get out of here. Again, for those of you who don't know, most of you just know Bruce Jenner for being you know, the the parent of the Kardashians or, you know, step-parent of uh, the Kim, Chloe, and Courtney, but uh, and, and real father to uh, Kendall and Kylie. But, you know, before all that and before he had a sex change, uh, he was a gold medalist. So, and he won gold medals. That's what Bruce Jenner did. So you'll hear a lot of these hip-hop artists from back in the day. They make references to Bruce Jenner all the time. Like, 
And this is one, you know, I'm a because I'm a winner like Bruce Jenner. I burn them and I burn beginners and let them simmer like a TV dinner. Shit's dope. Um, and again, this bass line is wicked. This is one of the best songs off the album as well. I like, and yeah, like I said, G Rap just be hitting you with that mafioso type shit. This is why I say he's out of all three, he's definitely the hardest. There's no question about that when it comes to street life. Uh, the shit he's rapping about, like he is not, you know, he can get conscious to a degree, kind of like on streets in New York, he's painting a picture of what he's seen, but for the most part, like he's the fucking G out of the four, no doubt about it. Like from the way he dresses, the way he raps, the way, you know, that's like, he's definitely the harder, which is probably why he was, didn't sell as much as the other ones. Cause he didn't fucking fake that shit for nothing i mean the album after this is about as mafioso as it gets but uh this is like the beginnings of it and this song is one of those songs man it's dope and once again large professors on the beat they ain't eric b it's large professor uh g rap sticks to that for sure um yeah i mean not much more i can say about this beast of a song it's just dope man that's that's one word to just describe it so let's play that clip then of Bad to the Bone from Wanted, Dead or Alive from Cool G Rap and DJ Polo, 1990. Yo, let's play that. I'm bad to the bone, with a style like Al Capone. I'm a smile while I'll give you the dial tone. Eating shrimp and girls, I'll be pimping. Walk like I'm limping, this brother ain't simping. Not to mention a winner of Mac Daddy conventions. I get a lot of attention. Sleeping in sheets that's made of satin. With one of my money making honeys, she's mixed Spanish and Latin. And we are back. And that leads us into number five, a song titled Talk Like Sex. So, look, here's where I was going with when I say, look, G-Rap is not a lover. You know, he's not, he's not gonna, uh, he's not like Big Daddy Kane in that sense. And, you know, on the... Big Daddy Kane album we did, you know, he had Give It To Me, where he's going through all the positions he's going to do, and, you know, he's still like, yo, I'm putting in work. Uh, Look, Talk Like Sex might be one of the most grimiest sex songs to ever come out, especially in 1990. Nowadays, you know, this shit's pretty normal, but remember how I said on the Big Daddy Kane album, how I'm like, well, this isn't like WAP. Uh, No, this song's like, this song's it's it's grimy man um first off the beat is in is definitely high energy it's one of the best beats on on this whole album and i know i've been saying that but this you know when we're doing these great albums i mean it's not there's a lot of these songs are fantastic uh just like streets in new york this is one of cool g rap's most known songs too because of how shocking you know it is and so like in a album that's just filled with straight up carnage it's all of us in shocking moments you know some of the most shocking moments on this album come from this song i mean it is graphic and he is just depicting graphic intercourse but you know he's like how he's fucking you know what i mean and um yo i he's just blunt about it okay so again large professor and cool g rap kind of went together on this uh they're sampling kind of like a lesser used portion of different strokes. Um, so from Sly Johnson, 
Uh, but G-Rep, look, he's <laughs> he he basically says on this whole, I mean, he starts it off like saying, here I go, you know, I'm coming in, curly hair, gold teeth. Um, and again, at this time, yeah, we had two live crew, two short, you know, Ice-T and Ghetto Boys, and he's right in there, you know, with this, I guess what you would be, you, you would call filthy rap. Um, and... He's, yo, I mean, some of this shit is jaw-dropping. Like, he's rapping like, I'm pounding you down until your eyeballs pop out, bust a nut, get up, and wipe my dick on your curtains. And, like, you know, he even says on this shit, like, I'll, uh, I'll fuck you and have you looking like a rape victim. There's floods of blood on your mattress. You better hold on to the bedboard or get sent right through it. I mean, he's just... Yeah, I mean, he's like, oh, and don't tell me that your pussy's too small because once I'm done with you, that shit will be one size fits all. Uh, basically saying, like, look, I'm going in. I ain't going to be smooth about this and lovely about this at all. I'm fucking you raw, no Vaseline. I'm just doing this shit. And when I'm done, I'm going to wipe my dick on your curtains and get the fuck out of there and not call you back until I want to fuck again. It's... It's one of those songs I ain't even going to front like it's uh it and again nowadays we've heard so much uh shit that this isn't as jaw dropping but I mean there still is I mean when you're talking about you're going to fuck someone and leave them looking like a rape victim like uh that that's pretty you know that's that's yeah you know like that's um yeah I don't know really what else to say about that one you know uh and this is just a whole song filled with this you know he's got a breakdown where he talks about how he's exploring your body like a biologist and stretching you out like a gynecologist and yeah I mean it's yeah it's just one of those songs and this is what G-Rap's always been about uh it's no secret you know he's got a song on the album after this called the fuck you man which is like a sequel to talk like sex and that one's even more fucking grimy you know but this beat is wild. It's it's very fast paced. It's yeah. It's yeah. It's talk like sex from Cool G Rap. Um, on that note, you know, let's just play the clip. Let let's just listen to this bad boy. I do like this song. Some of the shit he's talking about, I understand. If some people are like, nah, I ain't having it. Um, but you know, it is what it is. It's Cool G Rap. It's 1990. Uh, you, you decide for yourself. Anyway, the beat is dope nonetheless. Uh, I do like this song. I, I think it's funny. Some parts of it are funny. Uh, obviously, some parts are not funny, but you know what I'm getting at. Let's play that clip. Talk Like Sex from Cool G Rap and DJ Polo. Wanted Dead or Alive, 1990. Let's go. Ladies, 195 pounds of beef, chinky eyes, curly hair, gold teeth. Swinging with this here stud, you need practice. I'm leaving floods of blood on your mattress. I'll leave you holding your swollen backside and rolling. Filling all three holes just like bowling. Don't ask me what the price is, but it's more than your battery operated devices. And I'll come fully equipped with a temperature adjustment to heat up the tip. For demonstrations, why? And we are back. Yeah, that one's a doozy, y'all. <laughs> Let's get into the next song, though. Number six, play it again, Polo. Once again, Large Professor on the beat. Um, 
And this beat's very uh, fast, too. Like I said, a lot of beats on here are very fast. That's what plays to Cool G Rap's strength, is going over fast beats. Obviously, not that he can't go over slow. There are definitely plenty of slow. Uh, his best song uh, on the album is slow, you know? Uh, to some, that's his best song. But um, Play It Again Polo's definitely... Now, when it comes to the beat, it's fast-paced, but I will say out of a lot of songs on here, it's definitely one of the... Um, nothing to be remembered too much from the beat. What really gets you on this song is Cool G Rap because he's, again, rapping over a fast uh, fast beat. So he's he's putting in work on this one. And it's not one of the fastest ones, but it's definitely up there with, uh, you know, Wanted Dead or Alive or some of the other ones that come on uh, after this. And it's, uh, again, G Rap on this one is talking about dj polo it's kind of giving props to his dj and obviously it's him bragging you know the last album before this was pretty much nothing but braggatocious obviously on this album he's got some crime related stories some uh vivid pictures that he's painted on certain songs um so but he still has those braggatocious raps like anyone does and this is definitely one of those you know he's bragging about his dj and he's bragging about uh, himself. You know, that's basically what he's doing. He's getting into it like that. Um, and everyone always had to have a dedication to their DJ. So this is no different. Just like anyone else had dedications, obviously G-Rap had dedications for DJ Polo as well. So that's where it's at, you know. And not really too much more to say about that. It's a DJ dedication. Cool G raps, ripping it over a fast beat. What's not to like about it, you know? So, let's play that clip from Play It Again, Polo. From Wanted, Dead, or Alive, Cool G rapping DJ Polo, 1990. Hit it! And we back like that, y'all. Uh, once again, I forgot to say, as I always do nowadays, apparently, uh, 13 uh, uh, songs on this album. So just letting you know, we're uh, halfway through, basically. And that gets us into number seven, a song called Erase Racism. This is featuring Big Daddy Kane and Biz Marquee. Uh, this is one of the few beats on here that was not produced by Large Professor. This one was produced by Biz Marquee and Cutmaster Cool V. Once again, Cool V did some stuff for Big Daddy Kane um, on Looks Like a Job For and everything else. He, you know, again, Juice Crew was always down helping each other out. This is no different. And, you know, you always win when you got Big Daddy Kane and Cool G rap together. So, Bismarcky doesn't really rap on this. He does the hook. And just like his hit song, um, Just a Friend, you know how he sings off key. And he does the same thing on here. He sings, you know, the, the ink is black, the page is white. Together we learn how to read and uh, write. Um, it's, you know, it, it, I mean, and you know the song. It's Erase Racism. So, you can obviously guess what it's about. Um on this, Cool G Rap 
And this is one of the more laid back. It's kind of funny because, you know, this, again, this album's filled with a, a lot of carnage, you know, and a lot of shit. So uh, it's it's not quite like Streets in New York, but it's a very laid back beat for sure. 100% um, laid back. And it's kind of funny because it comes after these fast tracks, especially after Talk Like Sex and Play It Again, Polo. Um, but nonetheless, it's a really good song. I like this song a lot. Uh, Biz Marquis singing as off key as you possibly can is always, um, always fun. You know, Biz Marquis is a very fun MC producer, beatboxer, you know, rest in peace to Biz Marquis. And he was a very big influence in both of these MCs. So, uh, yeah, you know, and Cool G Rap just... Raps about how, you know, we all got to get along, you know, white people are no different from black people and uh, Siberians and Nigerians are, you know, no different. Uh, You know, he raps about Jamaicans and Haitians getting along and yeah, I mean, nice. And look, Big Daddy Kane's verse is fucking fantastic, okay? Because we already know you put these two on together, they've always had a friendly rivalry, as I call it. They love to try to outdo each other. Uh, what, ever since the symphony, you know, the original Big Daddy Kane song, Raw, had Cool G Rap rapping on it. You know, they're both on uh, Don't Curse. So here they are again. I definitely think it's always a friendly thing that they want to outdo each other. This is one of those times uh, that it, it's kind of a toss-up because Big Daddy Kane's verse is really, really... I mean, it's hype. It's dope. And this song is kind of, you know, the chorus that Biz Marquis sings on this is kind of like uh, Black and White, the uh, um, from Three Dog Night. And uh, yeah, it's 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 him singing that. And Big Daddy Kane says the same thing. Here's why I'm going to give Cool G Rap the like by a millimeter over Big Daddy Kane on this song. Not because it's his album, but the things he's talking about, about Siberians being no different from Nigerians. And um, I just feel like his verse is a little bit deeper. Not that Big Daddy's isn't, because Big Daddy Kane's is a deep-ass verse, too. And, I mean, how can't you like a song called Erase Racism? I mean, you you got Biz Marquis singing... You got these two rapping. It's hard not to like this song, you know. Uh, nice mellow beat from Biz and Cool V, and it's a perfect, perfect song, and it's at a really good spot on the album too. So, without further ado, let's play that clip from Erase Racism from the album Wanted, Dead or Alive. Hey, it's a good one. Let's do this. Hit it. I'm trying hard to explore. I'm not sure what all the racial wars for. It's making me more sore. I walk through a colorblind corridor, seeking for peace in the people I'm meeting. Black, white, and Puerto Rican men are greeting each other just like brothers. There's plenty and many of others you can't discover. Kids, fathers, and mothers, a melting pot. No one felt the got prejudice. Listen, I can never assist someone. This, this, a landscape with a dark and a light. And we are back, and that leads us into our next Trizzy track. Oh my. It's number eight, and the song is called Cool is Back. All right. So, this is another one of those 
super fast hype ass tracks. Okay, this is at like 120 beats per minute for sure. You know, or it's uh, it's it's towards that. You know what I mean? And what do I what have I said this whole album? Look, he's at his best when he's going fast. You know, kind of like on his first uh, album, like you know, it, it's kind of like Men at Work. Um, you know, Poison was real fast too. Uh, cool is back is, you know, right up in there, just like that. Um, and yeah, he's fucking ripping on this one. Like first, like ripping on this motherfucker, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it's basically two and a half minute verse, you know, over this dope ass baseline, uh, that he's just cutting motherfuckers up. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, he says he's got, once again, really good rhymes. And he's a flower, too. Like, he's kind of a combination of everyone. Like, you know, these the other three MCs, kind of in one. That doesn't, that's what makes him, you know, he can go over the fast shit. He has this kind of just precision when he's ripping in this flow that he does. It's definitely his own flow. It's the Cool G rap flow, as I talk about it. Um, the way he'll be like, I'm outrageous, my styles and Larry Davis, you know, like where he ends like a verse and starts like a another one with these little like, you know, short bars. Uh, that line's not from this song, but um, anyway, it's just, yeah, again, we're over a fast, fast ass beat and he's just doing his thing, man. You know, MCs are grounded, pounded down, astounded, rounded up pounds of sounds when I drowned him, surrounded, check the date. And play when rate too great. Relate too late, I demonstrate fate. What? Come on now, that's just dope as fuck. Uh, and that's just how, you know, he, he just be... He's a technician, man. He is a lyrical technician. That's just the best way I can state it, you know? Uh, that's why he's on Mount Rushmore of hip-hop. Nonetheless, let's play a clip from that song, number eight, Cool Is Back, from Cool G Rap and DJ Polo, Wanted Dead or Alive, 1990. Yo, let's hit that. Boy, come on, get with this, cause you can't diss this. I'm burning your ass like syphilis. A fast brother, you're just a lover with a slow hand. A freezing seas is the frosty the snowman. No man withstands the pain of brain cell phase. A hell raise a cut like a laser. Polo blaze a bar inside the arse. The craft jar starts to break you apart. You get smart. You cry for help when you felt the rhyme making a track melt. Polo chops like a black belt. Seeds are grounded, pounded, down, astounded, rounded up. And we are back. Yeah, I love that song. That's like, I, again, uh, the beat's nothing crazy, you know. It's nothing insane, but just the way that the rhythm rolls and the way he goes over it. You know, once again, forgot to state, uh, that's Large Professor on Cool is Back as well. And that leads us into number nine, a song called Play It Cool. Uh, so Cool is Back. Now we're going to play it cool. Large Professor on the beat once again. Now, this one's grimy. This this beat, this bass line's grimy. It's the same bass line that said G used on the chorus line that said G used for Tim Dog on Fuck Compton. It's got that, and that bass rolls. All right, like it's a rolling bass. And um, again, we got some horn samples on there, obviously, because you, you got to have the horn samples. <laughs> and yeah, play it cool, man. It's... uh. It's a decent song. It's definitely not a song that gets forgotten about. 
Uh, I will say for some reason it does, and you don't skip it. No, this is definitely one of the top songs as well. You know, I know I've said that about every song that's come up so far, but uh, on this album, it's definitely the bass. Like first off, that bass line is just intense, you know, and G rap just is like a fucking assassin on this shit. Okay. And I mean, that's what he'd be doing. He assassin motherfuckers on this shit, you know? Uh, that's 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 just the way it goes on this one. He's braggatocious, um, and he's he's doing his he's doing his thing on this one. Play it cool, you know. That's that's what you got to do. You got to play it cool. Uh, it's funny because this isn't really a chill, cool, laid back beat. It's pretty rough, and it's not fast, uh, but nonetheless, it's definitely g-rap at some of his best on this one because his lyrical ability is always intense and i love this bass line i love this beat for g-rap and i know it kind of sounds like i'm not giving this song as much love as other ones because like i said it's just kind of a lost in the shuffle the beat's good and the rapping is great It, it is just one that gets a little lost in the shuffle and i don't really know why maybe it's the placement of it I think it would have went really good near the like very end. When we get to the end of the album, we'll explain what the hell's going on at it because we'll just explain when we get there. But I think this one should have been uh, maybe second to last or last song. Honestly, it would have been dope. And yeah, anyway, let's play that clip so you can hear what I'm talking about. This is number nine. Play it cool from Cool G Rap and DJ Polo, album Wanted Dead or Alive, year 1990. What we gonna do now? Play it. Play it cool, getting the tour just like a jazz player. Your record player ain't nothing without the funky rhyme sayer. Cool G Rap is to the little, I'm an idol. Attacking a vital part to maintain my title. Suckers panic until the ladies are romantic. And gigantic just like the Atlantic Ocean. It's a flow in slow motion. And I'll be cooking your suckers like tan lotion. The K-double-O-L-G-R-A-B and B-O-L-O. We'll like to say hello to your mellow fellow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we back up in it. And we coming at you with number 10. Boy, oh boy. You know how I feel about a song when I stop. And I go, get your ass ready. This song is called Death Wish. Look, I ain't even going front, all right? This is a grim, just this beat is insane. Large professors on the beat again. Um, I like to compare this beat and song to Eric B. and Rakim's song off Let the Rhythm Hit Him, titled Run for Cover. It's got this, the, just the way the beat breaks down, the way it goes. But Death Wish is way more intense, way more fucking just absolutely. Dude, this song is nuts, Okay. The first time I heard this song, I was literally like running around my house like, what the fuck am I listening to right now? You know, and dude, he's got this beat is just insane. It's sinister. And it's funny because he shouts out Eric B in this song like, you know, Eric B got more uh bake rolls in a bakery, basically saying like, yo, he made the beat dope. Well, we all know Large Professor made the beat. Um but dude, he is ripping shit. This is the song now on the Big Daddy Kane song. The beef is on when I said he samples Cool G Rap. This is that song that he samples Cool G Rap, saying you got beef, you better save it for the motherfucking meat market, um, dude. And he's like, again, he's in that mafioso 
type swag where he's like, he's sending motherfuckers to get your ass. You step into Cool G rapping, that's a death wish because you're going to get your fucking shit kicked in. You know, G's a madman, came from the badland, crushing ends in my bare hands like beer cans. Uh, dude, like that, and that's the shit that where he, where he puts stuff together, you know, c- crushing ends with my bare hands like beer cans. Uh, again, on this, Dr. Butcher is cutting shit up on this, all right? They're sampling Bob James, Take Me to Mardi Gras, and it, it I look, I'm not going to front on all these beats. Wanted Dead or Alive, you know, Streets in New York, uh, Bad to the Bone. Bad to the Bone might be the only one that's close to this one, but I'm going to let you know right now, Death Wish is by far the hardest fucking song on this album, this song is just, dude, it's rugged, man. It's it's rough. And G-Rap, look, G-Rap kicks some of the best fucking flows on this song. He absolutely disintegrates. He doesn't destroy it. He doesn't break it. No, he disintegrates it. There's nothing left. Just a shadow on the wall, like an A-bomb got dropped. Uh, and that A-bomb is named Cool G-Rap. And he fucking disintegrated this whole beat and the second verse when he comes in and the beat breaks down and he goes a pimp that loves shrimp and lobster and that beat starts coming in and oh man it's look it's just it's beautiful in the most fucking rough way ever i fucking love this song death wish from cool g rap and dj polo off the album Wanted dead or alive, let's play this shit, cause y'all, just like I said on Big Daddy Kane's album, get ready to frown that motherfucking face up. Hit it! Stand straight as soon as you have penetrate. You wanna escape, but you gotta take to meet fate. Run for your life when I'm starting. Suckers are getting turned to missing motherfuckers on a milk cart. Danger when I rearrange to change your face. Hey, you being replaced on a stranger. I injure and escape like a ninja. You got struck in by fucking revenge. A bullet inserted in your head, you shot. You got murdered, nobody seen shit, nobody heard it. Fuck around, the price is more than a top place. Oh my god, y'all. You hear that? Woo. Man, even I was frowning. I was about to punch my wall. Like, man, you step into me, you got a death wish, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, that's a that's a solid one right there. I love that song. That might be one of my favorite songs from Cool G Rap too. Uh if we're gonna if we had a top five of my favorite Cool G Rap songs, that one would probably be uh either in it or pretty fucking close, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, and that leads us into our next track, which is a song titled Jive Talk, number 11, Jive Talk. This one is produced by DJ Polo and Anton, Ant Live. Um, and this one's, this is like the true end of the album. So I guess maybe if you would have put Play It Cool after Death Wish or, I, I don't know, may, maybe Play It Cool just needed to be somewhere else in general but i feel like jive talk is the true end of the album it even sounds like it's an outro type thing um you know and it it even you can tell like it sounds like they're just freestyling like in in the studio not even necessarily like right up to the mic like and it just sounds like they're kicking a cypher the beat is pretty fucking simple uh it's just a loop of you must be losing me and like and it's throughout the beat it's got this funny thing like someone's tapping sticks together or something like again like a bunch of friends sitting around just 
having a cipher. And G-Rap goes first. And of course, though, if you're going to kick a cipher, obviously G-Rap just mutilates the whole fucking, you know, verse. You know, he goes, a rap villain, chilling because I don't give a fuck about a killing because I'm an effect and you're illin', a terrorist, a terrorizing an assassin. Yes, I'm trespassing your ass. I'm harassing. Like, again, the way this dude just strings words together like that, you know, again, I, I, I compare him to Big Daddy Kane the most, but G-Rap also does it in a whole different way. And the way his voice is is completely different from Big Daddy Kane. The way his flows are, uh, they're similar, but they're definitely their own thing. And that's what I like about these four is they're, they're all original, and I love it. And G-Rap's no different, okay? And uh, so, I mean... Whether it's Large Pro or Polo, you know, with the little drumsticks kind of like banging on the floor or the mixing board or whatever. Uh, towards the end, Dr. Butcher actually ends up kicking a few lines as the song fades out. So I thought that was pretty cool that we get to hear a little bit of Dr. Butcher uh, doing his thing. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, nonetheless, it's it's uh, it, it just feels like the end of the album. And it should have been because once we get into the last two songs... You're going to be like, what the fuck is going on, <laughs> all right? Uh, but before we get to it, let's play a clip from the song Jive Talk from Cool G Rap and DJ Polo off the album Wanted Dead or Alive from 1990, right about now. Yo, DJ, hit it. A letter to your suckers, each and every one of your tough motherfuckers. Your girl fuckers are lips, so I stuck her. You're telling me, well, so what the hell you telling me? Now I'm going to show you fucking with me as a felony I'm crushing. So your suckers can start hushing. Just no discussion, cause I'ma start rushing The payback, and I attack the pack That's whack, the black mac Brown like a cracker, jack slick and quick I go pick a big the stick and kick some shit The chicks I dick with, the one And we are back And that leads us into number 12 A song called The Polo Club Produced by DJ Polo And Anton, or Ant Live Um, alright Here's the thing This is what I was getting to This album has been damn near flawless until we get to the end this this album should have only been 11 songs to begin with uh jive talk should have been the end of the album should have been 11 tracks here's why the polo club is literally a house song okay so for those of you that don't know what house music is it's basically like club rave music in the early 90s late 80s uh and during this time, there was like a weird obsession with hip hop and house music that they called it house hop. Uh, Queen Latifah had a song called Come Into My House that was definitely house music influenced. You know, uh, there's twin hype, you know, or like they'd have it where they'd be like, let's house this crowd. And then the beat would go into a house, you know, song. Um, EPMD did it. Uh, it's. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like house hop. I don't like house music. Uh, maybe house music on its own is fine. It just feels weird on an album that's so fucking dope and so grimy and so rugged and gangsta that all of a sudden you get to number 12 and you feel like you're in a club. And not like, you know, I mean, like, you feel like you're in, like, a, a rave club. And it just, it's so out of place. It doesn't make sense to even be on this album, but here's why it's on there. DJ Polo really loved house music, and he basically insisted that he wanted to put a house song on this album, 
I think a lot of MCs did it too because house music was very big. And the crossover of house hop was very big and people usually liked it. You get played in clubs. So it made sense to do it. But for the street MC that Cool G Rap is, it didn't make sense. Okay, if MC Hammer wanted to do it or like, so you know, even Kid and Play or some MCs like that, it would make sense. It doesn't make sense on a Cool G Rap album. Okay, I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, so I don't have anything good to say about this song at all. There's no lyrics. It's just a beat and it's so fucking out of place. It, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. So let's just play that clip of the polo club. Number 12 from wanted dead or alive from 1990. Cool G rapping DJ polo. Let's play that song. And we're back. You heard that. Yeah, makes no sense being on there, right? Well, guess what? Number 13 also really does not make sense being on here. Um, It sounds completely off. Uh, It's, uh, yeah, it just doesn't fit on the album, just like the one before this. Not as bad as the one before this, though, okay? Because this song is dope. But here's the thing. It's a song called Rikers Island, okay? This one's produced by Marley Mall. You hear how I said it's produced by Marley Mall? You want to know why it is? Because this song is from 1987, okay? It was a 12-inch single from Cool G Rap in 87. This is why it sounds out of place, because the production sounds like it's from 87, because it is, and G Rap's, you know, rapping. And again, this is a really good song. It's about Riker Silence, about, you know, jail, prison. It's, you know, prison stories and this, and, you know, Riker Silence, one of his songs that got him noticed, got him, you know, people love this song. No doubt about it, is a great song. It just doesn't sound right on this album. And it's funny because in interviews, Cool G Rap didn't even know it was on the album until it came out. When it came out and people asked, like, hey, why the hell did Riker Silent get thrown on this album? You figure if you were going to throw Riker Silent on an album, it would have been on Roads to the Riches. Because it was 89 and a lot of the songs on, not a lot of them, but some of them, you know, like It's a Demo and those songs. Well, you know, It's a Demo's from 86, but it's on Road to the Riches, you know. it's uh, So why wouldn't Riker's Island be on there? It's almost like because it didn't get put on Road to the Riches, they're like, oh, we'll just throw it on Wanted, Dead, or Alive. Uh, but by 1990, even though it was only a year later, uh, the production and, and the way he's rapping and the whole feel of this album... Uh, this just doesn't fit, you know, it's, it just doesn't great song, but it doesn't fit on the album. Um, and that's, what's fucked up about the end of this album. Cause it's like, this is a crime album. This is a gangster album, a mafioso album. And then you just get to the end and there's a random house song. And then Rikers Island is on there. It's weird. This is why Jive Talk should have been the last song or play it cool. Whatever you say. But should have been 11 songs. That's all I'm going to say. Nonetheless, let's play a clip of number 13, Riker Silent, from the album Wanted Dead or Alive, Cool G rapping DJ Polo. Uh, hit it. Listen to me, you young hoods. This is some advice. See through the crime, you're paying the price. Because if you're in the drug stock, selling crack on the block, snatch your chains, busting brains like a real hard rock. If you ever hear a cop say you're under arrest, go out just like a trooper, stick out your chest. Put your 
Like you hear, uh, I mean, again, great song. It's just, it sounds old and it doesn't fit on the album. But uh, nonetheless, it's on there and we're covering the album. So we covered it. Uh, don't front on Rikers Island. It's a fucking great song. No doubt about it. I'm just saying it doesn't fit on this album very well. Uh, as for the Polo Club, nah, trash. <laughs> it's just, just stating that out right now. So that means you know what I gots to do. I got to take three off, and I got to pick my top three. This was not difficult at all, taking three off. I think you know where I'm going with this. First off, uh, it's not an interlude. It's not uh, a skit. It is an actual song. So the Polo Club, get the fuck off the album. I don't even know why you're there to begin with. No disrespect to DJ Polo, okay? If you like house music, that's that's fine. Uh, Should have did a different type of thing, all right? So, Polo Club, bye. See you later. Uh, look, no secret at all. Love the song, Riker Silent. Fantastic song. Doesn't fit on the album, so goodbye. Those last two songs, number 12 and 13, easy peasy. See you later. Shouldn't be on the album to begin with. And then that leads me to my third song that I want to take off. It's really not hard at all. Uh, again, it has nothing to do with Cool G Raps, uh, Lyrics and the beat is fine. Good beat. It's just, uh, it's one of the weaker beats on the whole album. I'm going to take number six, the ode to DJ Polo. Play it again, Polo. So it might sound like I'm just hating on DJ Polo right now, but I'm really not. Those are just the songs I want to take off. So to recap, I'm going to take number six, play it again, Polo. I'm going to take number 12, the Polo Club off. And I'm going to take number 13, Riker Silent off. Um, that was not difficult at all and believe it or not it's it wasn't too difficult for me to pick my top three either okay so when it comes to my top three uh you heard me talk about it it's one of his best songs ever streets of new york gotta be in your top three um on this album or from cool z rap in general so that wasn't difficult uh my second song i'm gonna take uh it's just no secret how much you gotta have it Wanted Dead or Alive, the title track. The beat is hype. The lyrics are insane. The storytelling, you know, we got two storytelling songs. Uh, it's it's no problem at all. Uh, I did kind of think to myself if I wanted to have a badge of the bone at in my top three. But look, Death Wish, man. Death Wish is... I, I like Death Wish, honestly. Death Wish is probably my favorite song off this whole album, even over Streets in New York or Wanted Dead or Alive, um, just because the beat is just so fucking menacing and Cool G Rap is just disintegrating it. You know what I'm saying? That's got to be your top three. I did also, I mean, Bad to the Bone was very close up there. Talk Like Sex was very close up there. Um, but, and, you know, I, these are my top three, and I definitely have a certain sound that I like uh, that definitely plays to my interest and that's just uh why i picked those three so for a little recap i picked number one streets in new york i picked number two the title track of the album wanted dead or alive and i picked number 10 death wish as my top songs on the album and like i you know this here's the thing i had to hit you with the lyrical titans on 
on the in the month of February. And, and to me, some of the best MCs of all time are legitimately these ones right here. Um, there's just no doubt about it. You got Eric B and Rakim, you got Big Daddy Kane, you got Boogie Down, uh, Karis one, and Cool G Rap is right up there with them. I'd also say Slick Rick is in that conversation just because of how vivid his storytelling is. But, um, yeah, I mean, what a packed-ass month, man. Wow. I had a lot of fun doing this month. I'm not going to lie. I had a lot of fun listening to what I consider some of the best MCs to ever bless the mic. I enjoyed listening to these albums. Um, I look forward to doing them, uh, uh, more of their albums, definitely. And... It's just, yeah, I mean, you can't overlook how good Cool G Rap is. You can't overlook what he's done. And he deserves to be talked about when we're talking about the greatest MCs of all time. So that's why he's on my Mount Rushmore, personally. But um, nonetheless, uh, that's that's my Titans of Hip Hop. And that is our episode, y'all. So as usual... Make sure you click subscribe, like, and follow on Facebook and Instagram at Bring the Noise Podcast. You know who I am. I'm straight the clip of your host, and I'm Audi 5000. Peace. One, two, and three.